our theme music is really a bop. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I before we um, when we do this remotely, I have to look at Jamie for my cues, and she's dancing and I dance too, but I can't hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, and it when is. I stop dancing, she knows it's time to go. <laughs> yes. But yes, this, this today's dance moves were honestly a little bit extra than usual. So I'm here for yeah. it. If you didn't know what you're listening to, by the way, this is Hot for Justice. That's Jessica over there. Yep. Yep. And that's Jamie right her. Yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> and there's an Emerson. Emerson. Emerson is guest starring. So if you hear, if you hear baby sounds, that's my baby. It's not me. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. And it's not my husband either. I mean, it's believable if it was Wes. <laughs> He's actually cooking dinner for us right now. Oh, yeah. I saw He's that amazing. on his Snapchat story. I saw it's chili day. Oh, Yeah. I didn't know he posted on a Snapchat. I mean, usually he just Way to go. posts that he wants me to shock on a white cloth, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to... Him and his friend Chris, they love to do that because they basic bitches. They are the basic, most basic of the bitches. But that's why we love them. But it's them. okay. Yeah, it's true. And shout out to you, Chris, if you're listening. I wonder if he, if he does but, listen. Uh, I, I don't know Sierra if he does. did at first. Yeah, if he doesn't, then maybe it's time. Speaking of, hey, Sierra. <laughs> Yeah, hi, Sierra, too. Um, yeah, so uh, sorry last week there was no episode. That was not planned, but it's my fault. I am struggling to get my mom life together. Well, I mean, you are taking I'm... care of, like, the world's cutest tiny human, so I mean. Thank you. Yeah. She's cute. I'm a little biased, but. I mean, as someone who's yeah. not biased, she's very, very cute. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that taking care of her, and then I went back to work, and I'm, you know, I'm just trying not to lose my head right now. And you're now. still so. coming off of an ankle surgery, so really, you just have all of all of the balls yeah, up gotcha. in the air right now. Yeah. So, and I'm not juggling them very well. So don't like, they're all falling on my head. <laughs> yes. Not that anybody did, but I'm super sorry about. Yeah, it. we appreciate y'all being Anyways. patient as fuck with us. Yes. Yes. Our hot and... for justice junkies. Yes. Which, by the way, Thanks. huge shouts out to um, one of our biggest fans, Stacy, for coming up with that. Yes. Uh, love Thanks, you. Because we didn't know like what to call you guys, and she came up with that on her own. Yeah. And now we're going to go with it. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're ever listening to this, you should screenshot where you're listening to it at and post it on your Instagram story, and we'll repost you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, that's a way to tell a friend and all that fun shit. Yeah. Thanks, dudes. Yeah. We're going to do another giveaway here pretty soon. I can't remember why we were going to do it. But I think it was we for 5,000 downloads. Oh, we hit 5,000 likes. Yeah. Downloads. I said likes. Downloads. And I, I just checked this morning, and we're, well, as of this morning anyways, we might have actually already surpassed it. We were two away from 6,000 downloads. Woo! And that wasn't that long ago when Hopefully. we said 5,000. So we're slacking. No, it was like two weeks ago. So, okay, let's do a giveaway. Yeah. I think I'll, we said I'll make a note. that if um, you leave a review on iTunes... Yeah, we're going to pick your name out of the iTunes hat and give you something. Yeah, so um, make sure you know your iTunes username. Uh, make sure you leave us a lovely little ditty um, about why yep. you like us or, you know, why you don't like us. But we'd prefer the yeah, but we'd prefer the former. But also be nice because I'm emotional still. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just a bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Well, most of the time. <laughs> That's fine. How's your toe, by the way? Oh my god! <laughs> For those of you who I don't know, I have to know, bring it up. <laughs> Jamie's an extremely clumsy person. Yeah, I'm probably the clumsiest person that you've ever listened to. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know me, IRL. Um, and if you do know me, IRL, then you do know <laughs> that I'm the most clumsy person alive. Um, 
Friday night, I was stone cold sober, by the way. <laughs> this would be more explainable if I was drunk or, you know, on another substance, but I was completely sober. And uh-huh. <laughs> I slipped down the last couple of my stairs and I landed on my toe wrong. My my ring toe? The one next to your pinky toe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And that bitch is broken. <laughs> oh my god. It makes me want to throw up a little bit. Yeah, you saw the pictures. It's not cute. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but there's like nothing you can do for a broken toe. Nope. So I just gotta, you know, live my best uh, gimpy life for the next couple of weeks. Dude, it's a struggle. Yeah, I mean, I you know it. <laughs> I had ankle surgery like three weeks ago, and um, last weekend we went on a little trip to see family, mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the back with the baby, and we went around a corner. My phone had been plugged in like we were listening to music, and when we went around the corner, like I had it sitting on the middle console oh, no. thing. It disconnected from the aux cord and flew directly into my incision. Oh my and god! Split it, split it back open. You shut your mouth. And I died, and that's why I just made that face like three seconds yeah. ago because I just hit the side of my ankle again. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like, I wasn't sure what was going on, but like, I thought you were gonna throw up. <laughs> yeah, it hurts a little bit, you guys. I can't, and so Jamie's very clumsy, but apparently I am also because. Well, I mean, didn't you like break your ankle in the first place by like walking off of a cur- like a curb? <laughs> I was running, okay. Okay, whatever. I was running, and but yes, essentially, I broke my ankle running cross country because I fell and I'm clumsy. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I've just decided that when I do buy a home, it that bitch is gonna be a single story, um, no stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your stairs are kind of scary though. Because they don't have a back. I'm not gonna lie. It, yeah, and uh, like when I was walking the baby down them, I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared right now. <laughs> yeah, well, when we first moved in last year, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, I fell down like basically the entire length of stairs and broke my tailbone. Oh my God, I don't think I knew that. It was last summer. It was like last July, I want to say. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a really fun time. I had to walk with a cane for the better part of like a month and a half. Because, like, literally I couldn't walk oh right. Oh, my gosh. Um, that was really fun when I had to commute to San Francisco um, on BART. You poor On the thing. P-Trans. <laughs> um. My, my <laughs> friend's broken her tailbone, too, and I felt so bad for her. It was, like, not right for a year. Yeah, like, every now and again, like, I'll definitely feel it. Like, this is, just, like, one of those, like, when the weather changes. <laughs> but, you know, like, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Like, yes. Because yep. it happens to my wrist, too, because I broke that a million years ago. <laughs> you guys, we're a pile of broken bones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, should we talk about some murder stuff? We should talk about some uh, murder stuff. I'm into that. Okay. You went first okay. last week? I did, so it's really okay, cool. And if we if you didn't go first last week, then oopsie. <laughs> yeah, oh well. We're not looking it up. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not. No, it's fine. I did, though, I will say my last, um, so I do the episode notes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, if you guys haven't looked at the episode notes for <laughs> the last episode, please do, because I made myself laugh. You're very funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do my best. Yeah, it kills me every time. Uh, it's my pride and joy, I'm not going to lie. So if you guys don't read them, you're kind of missing out a little bit. You really bit. are. Like, honestly, some of the ones, like, right before you gave birth were really good. Like, I remember specifically the Kurt McFall episode. You're like, spoilers, he fell to his death. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Ironic. Um, So, yeah, that's just a taste of what you can see in our show notes. Okay, so we're posting this the week of Thanksgiving, correct? Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Yeah, we're thankful for all of you. 
and non-binary people. Yes. I'm cool with that. All of everybody. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, however for... you identify, we, we are thankful yes. for you. Um, yes. So, I found a Thanksgiving-themed little... Ooh, uh, you're on theme. I did not do that. <laughs> Joke's on But you. again, I'm <clears throat> struggling to get my life together, so I did my best. It's okay. I, I still love you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad. So, I'm going to talk about the disappearance of Karen Marie Mitchell. Okay. Um, so Karen Marie Mitchell, she has been missing since November 25th of 1997. Uh, she's originally okay. from Eureka, California. She's currently, um, according to the charlieproject.org, um, by the way, that's where mm-hmm. I'm reading most of this. And then I'm also going to go back to Wikipedia per usual. Um, Thanks for telling me so I can just not look it up when I write the show notes. Excellent. I'll send you the links. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's currently classified as endangered missing. She hasn't been, because uh, there's, spoiler alert, there's no body. Yeah. Um, Mine's very similar to ooh, yours. Ooh, spooky. This week. Yeah. We were on the same wavelength. Yeah, we were. Um, we are. As of today, she would be almost having her 39th birthday. Um, she was born October, wow, Jesus, November 30th of 1980. So I mathed okay. that she'd be 39, like, next week. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, wow. like, a week from today when we're recording this, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she disappeared when she was 16. Um, she was 5'5 and about 130 pounds. Uh, she was last seen in a long-sleeved tan shirt, baggy dark brown corduroy pants, a tan leather buckled uh, pair of shoes, small hoop earrings, three silver rings, and a silver necklace with a crystal on it. And she had one of those, like, Nalgene, like, big water bottles. Yeah. Uh, she has san- sandy brown hair, blue-green eyes, um, pierced ears, and at the time of her disappearance, her neck wa- her hair was neck length. So, mm-hmm. I-, I guess, like, kind of like at her collarbones. Yeah. Or, like, just above. Um, so, uh, Karen was on her Thanksgiving holiday from high school on November 25th of 1997 in Eureka, California. She departed from her place of employment the Coastal Family Development Center during the afternoon hours of that day. Annie Casper, Karen's aunt, her legal guardian at the time, owned a shoe, shoe store inside of the Bayshore Mall. The shopping center was in the 3300 block of Broadway Street, approximately one mile from Karen's place of employment. All right, so, sorry, we had to just, like, briefly pause because uh, babies aren't crying. So, yes. <laughs> um, hopefully editing Jamie splices this together well. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm already on my second glass of red wine, so we'll see. So we'll see. (laughs) You know, if you're listening to this and it sounds half decent, you know I tried and I succeeded. (laughs) If it's a little shitty, I tried and, you know, I kind of succeeded. Yeah. I'm doing my best. We're professionals here. We do. Yeah. Oh, speaking of professionals, teaser for in the next couple of weeks. We're currently in, um, what, what would you call it, negotiation? Yes. Yeah. With a potential sponsor? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, you guys, our dreams are coming true. Yes. So, um, you know, keep sharing this and we'll keep growing and we'll, yeah. we'll keep and coming at you with better things. More giveaways and then we can dedicate more time to this. Exactly. So, really, it's all about y'all and how great you all are. Yeah. We already said we were thankful for you guys, but just so you know, we're extra yeah. thankful. Yes. Because so you're giving us, us opportunities review. for, <laughs> Just for uh, Jessica's baby to have her best life. <laughs> right. So she can go to college, you guys. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all want Emerson to go to college. Yes. I mean, eventually that will be up to her and how well she does in school. But that's neither here right. nor there. 
Um, Fair so, enough. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So the shopping center is close to where Karen already works. So okay. she visits her aunt like after work and before work a lot because her aunt owns a store. So okay. she visits the store before departing the mall at around 2.45 p.m. Um, that day. Uh, Karen is last seen walking towards West Sonoma Street shortly afterwards. She has never been seen or heard from again. Wow. That's always so eerie to me. Right? It's just like, oh, yeah, you see them walk, walking away from, you know, the mall or, you know, this busy place. And then poof, nothing. Right. Fucking wild. Um, a witness states that Karen may have entered an un- unidentified light blue four-door sedan that was, like, late. Like mid to late seventies, like seventy six, seventy eight, maybe, um, mm-hmm. possibly a Ford Granada, a Mercury Monarch, or a Nissan. Again, okay. your generic late seventies light blue car. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's nothing that you know you'd write home to about. Um, so this vehicle had California license plates and Eureka quote imprinted on the rear plate frame. So it was probably purchased at some car dealership in like Eureka. A, yeah, like one of those like area. dealer things. Yeah. Um, the driver of the car has been described as a Caucasian male, approximately uh, 60 to 70 years old, with uh, balding light gray or sandy blonde hair. This unidentified man had green or gray eyes and a large-sized nose that appeared to have been previously broken. He had a small build and wore eyeglasses. The driver was wearing a long-sleeve button-down light blue shirt. But also, Sounds my thing like is, have a like, pretty good description. Right? Um, and pretty specifics on the car. Exactly. And, like, I feel like that's, like, a lot of specifics on his face. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I feel like people, or somebody at least, knows more than maybe they're telling. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. Totally. Especially, like, that seems like it's relatively something easy for them to check on to, like, a local car probably registered in the area. Absolutely. Like, if it was purchased in the area, it was probably registered in that county. Yeah, so I feel like... Steve. What do you say? Well, I said to free Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> you know Steve and Avery. From, oh, yes. Uh, our boy. <laughs> our boy, Steve and Avery. Oh, my gosh. Free my boy, Steve. <laughs> oh, um, Lord. Oh, Lordy. Uh, da, 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 da. Sketches of both the driver and the vehicle were posted with, or posted on the Charlie Project website, and we'll use them in mm-hmm. the um, Instagram and Facebook posts and all yes. that. All that fun stuff. Um, the drivers wanted for questioning as, as a possible witness in Karen's case, if not a perpetrator. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So the witness that described that described him and the car claims that the car pulled across Broadway Street and nearly hit him before stopping for a girl that matched Karen's description. Hmm. So that's probably why the guy got a good look at them. Or, do you think she was hitchhiking or like maybe somebody she knew? That's. I mean. I mean, it was that time that like hitchhiking was like definitely like very prevalent. So it's possible yeah. that if she maybe didn't have a car, she was trying to hitchhike home after work or just yeah. like get a ride from somebody. It's possible it's somebody that she knew, but I mean, if I was 16. If it was, I feel like that was so, would be so easy for them to figure out. Right. Well, my other thing too, it's like, okay, a 16-year-old getting in the car with a 60 to 70-year-old man, like nobody thought that was weird. Right. Unless she knew him. Like, right. oh, that's her grandpa or oh, that's, you know, yeah. somebody. So maybe someone wouldn't have thought like too, too much of it, but I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Very weird. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, so, this is where this kind of connection with Robert Durst happens. So, Robert oh. Durst apparently visited um, her aunt's store several times in March of 1998, four months after Karen disappeared. And he resembles the sketch of the man wanted for questioning in her case. So, the driver of the car. 
Shut up. Mm -hmm. His photo oh, wasn't he? is also going to be posted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I, okay. I'm going to let you finish. And then I have <laughs> some two cents to Okay, Kanye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, and then I'm going to give a, like, brief rundown of Robert Durst and, like, his stuff. Because not everyone may know who he is. Right. And if you don't watch The Jinx, you guys, it's I actually so haven't seen good. it. Oh! I know. Ugh. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> it's it's chilling at the end. Like you have to watch it. It's on my short list, but like I think that's why I haven't because like I've heard like the ending is just like. <sighs> it should be on your wall. It should be on because it was your... HBO. Yes. Yeah. It is. I've literally watched it twice. It's so good. Maybe we should recap that. Yes. Okay. I'm writing it down. It's happening. Okay. okay cool, anyways. Cool. Um. So. Uh. Again, background on Robert Durst. His first wife, Kathleen Durst, disappeared from New York in 1982. Her case remains unsolved, and he's considered the prime suspect, although he has never been charged in connection with her case. Um, in 2001, he was charged with a Texas homicide of Morris Black. He claims that he murdered Black in self-defense, but he, and he was acquitted in 2003. In 2015, he is also charged with murder in the 2000 shooting, of, shooting death of Susan Berman. Um, so investigators looked into the possibility that Robert was in Eureka at the time of Kristen's disappearance. Karen's disappearance, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, but he's never been charged with any involvement. And, coincidentally enough, this actually circles back to another case that I did, like, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So they also ruled him out as a suspect in the 1997 disappearance of Christian Mataferi from San Francisco. Oh, yeah. um, and he's also currently being looked at in the 1971 disappearance of Lynn Schultz from Middlebury, Vermont. Um, huh. Robert and Kathleen owned a health food store in Middlebury at the time of the disappearance. And she visited the day that she went missing. Okay. Yeah, so, um, very interesting. Okay, uh, can I say my two cents now? Yes. <laughs> okay, Robert Durst was super rich, mm -hmm. and so my point in that, in saying that is, would he be driving one of those cars that you had mentioned? I mean, it's possible he wanted to keep, like, a low pro. Right. Well, did he have any, like, business in Eureka, or, like, why would he have been there? So, allegedly, he was either living or just, like, staying in the area at the time. That's why he was also kind of being a suspect in that other disappearance um, from that case I did before, Kristen Mataferi. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that. Like, I don't think it was mentioned in anything that I covered on her. No. Not to my recollection, anyways. I'm also dumb, so it's possible that I did. But <laughs> Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop, stop. Um, my, my other point is, like, when you watch a documentary, they focus on, like, right, the murders he's been, mm -hmm. uh, well, his wife, obviously, he's never been charged with that, but, like, hello. And the other two mm -hmm. that he has been charged with, and they were, oh, they were people, like, like, the guy that he got charged in, the, like, in Texas for mm -hmm. his murder, he, like, was his, that, that guy was his neighbor. Yeah. And so I think, and he was on the run at the time. Um, I actually have the Robert Durst Wikipedia page up. I can read a little ditty about him. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, like, go over the whole thing. Yeah, no, but... do, do it. Okay. Because it's gonna reinforce my point in a minute when you're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, if you weren't clear, this is from wikipedia.com. <laughs> Or, no, sorry, .org. Excuse me. Our bad. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> when we can make money, we need to donate to them. Yes. Um, once the sponsorship pans out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Robert Allen Durst, born April 12th of 1943, which, by the way, that makes him 76 now, and he's currently on basically awaiting trial. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. Um, so he's a, an American real estate heir, uh, the son of New York City mogul Seymour Durst, 
and the elder brother of Douglas Durst, head of the Durst organization. He's yeah. suspected of having murdered three individuals in different states. Um, I mean, like, officially, like, a person of interest. Like, clearly yeah. he's been, like, suspected of other things, but neither here nor there. Um, three murders are Kathleen McCormick Durst, his first wife, who disappeared in New York in 1982. Susan Berman, his longtime friend, who was killed in California in 2000. And his neighbor, Mor- Morris Black, who was killed in Texas in 2001. Um, he was the subject of a multi-state manhunt after Black's body parts were found floating in Galveston Bay and was ultimately convicted of dismembering Black, but acquitted of his murder. Yeah. On March 14th of 2015, he was arrested in New Orleans on a first-degree mur- murder warrant uh, signed by an L.A. judge in relation to the Berman killing. On November 4th of 2016, he was transferred to uh, California and soon was arraigned in L.A. on a first-degree murder charges. In October of 2018, L.A. County Superior Judge Mark Windham ruled that there was sufficient evidence for Durst to be tried for the shooting of Berman. The trial is currently scheduled to begin on January 13th of 2020, which is very soon. Yeah. So my point here mm-hmm. is that the murders he's been like, like charged with or whatever, have been people close to him. Every right? single so it's person. Like, it's been like murders of self-preservation, not like mm-hmm. murders that like Ted Bundy, right? So right. that's kind of why it makes me like a little hesitant to think maybe he had something to do with the other two. But I mean, maybe anything's possible. Right. So I who mean, knows? Um, but I know according to a couple of things I've read, he frequented that shop that Karen's aunt worked at quite a bit again, mm-hmm. especially after the murder or sorry, disappearance, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It is. Oh, you guys have to watch the jinx because there's so much I want to say, but I'll save it for the recap because it's literally like it, it, it'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. Yeah. I've heard it's very, very good. So it is so we'll good because he gives interviews. Yeah. Doesn't he like basically confess? Essentially. Because he, okay. Sorry. No, I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil it. Go watch it. We're going to do a screen recap, like, um, maybe not next week. Well, we will do it it this weekend if we have time because, you know, it's Thanksgiving. But anyways, in the next couple weeks, we will try to do that. Yes. Um, Because it's so good. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Okay. So last Um, little bit about this uh, Karen Mitchell disappearance. Um, So Karen's parents divorced not long after she was born and her mother raised her and her brother alone. Karen moved in with her aunt and uncle when she was 13, and that's the aunt who owned the store in the mall. Okay. Um, she had very liberal views and was passionate about politics, the environment, and, and uh, children like childhood welfare. Uh, she was a good student, and within a semester of graduating high school by the time of her disappearance, she had planned to attend Humboldt State University and possibly study law or political science. Everything remains unsolved. It's so sad. Yeah. It, it always kind of creeps me out. Like, you think... Maybe the last time I talked to you is today, and then tomorrow you're going to work, and like, poof. Not that I'm wishing that on you or anything, but like, you know what I mean? Like, people, I'm really like, glad. If you put it in the context of like people you know, how like, it just creeps me out. No, it's really weird. Um, actually, Zach and I were kind of having a conversation about that the other day. It's like, you never know, like, when the your last, last time day you is. See, you're right. It's like, so weird. Because you think, do you think she thought that when she woke up that morning? No. no. Especially when you're like, like 16, you think you're invincible. Oh, yeah. Like, it's kind of sad, though. Like, it makes, yeah, it gives me anxiety. 100%. And um, while I was researching this, um, I haven't watched Murder Mountain on Netflix. um, Oh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it, too. It takes place in that area. Yeah. And I think they actually talk about her on an episode based on, like, what I was kind of looking at. I don't think they go into, like, a lot of depth on the case, but they do, like, mention it. Bring it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually interested to watch that as well. 
um, yeah. my old roommate, Russell, who's been on a previous episode, um, he was like, yeah, like I've heard of pretty much all this stuff. It's fucking wild because he's watched it. Yeah. And okay. he's just like, yeah, like this is all like what happened when I, like where I grew up. It's weird. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Well, it's on the list. It's actually on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just making it up for the show. <laughs> no, it is on my list. Oh, geez. All right. Well, mine is kind of really similar to yours, but in a different area. Hmm. And earlier, um, like, so, okay. We're talking about a missing woman named Kimberly Scruggs. She was a student at um, Sacramento State uh, studying political science. Whoa. So, yeah. Um, she worked at a sales clerk at a store called Wine Stocks, which I don't know. Maybe they stock some wine. I don't know. But it's not, Whoa. like, spelled <laughs> wine. It's spelled, like, vine, like a, uh, like a German, like, spelling. W-E-I-N. Um. Anyways. Um, she wasn't originally from Sacramento. She was from Pisno Beach. Um, she was born in 1960, so she was only 19 when she went missing. She was described as being 5'6", 115 pounds. Uh, she was Caucasian with sandy blonde, um, kind of brown hair and brown eyes. She also had a chip on her front tooth. Mm. So the majority of this information is also from the Charlie Project, where you got your information. Because <laughs> um, there's really not a lot. Like, there's no new news articles about it. It's just, like, the Charlie Project, the Doe Network, things like that. Yeah, I couldn't um, find a lot of news coverage of this one either. Um, yeah. Like, I had originally found it on Reddit, and then they linked yeah. the Charlie Project and a couple other things. But yeah, for the most part, I like, there's not a, like, a lot of coverage on it. There was, like, so many women, young women who went missing at that time. Um, so she was last seen the evening of January 12th, um, 1980. She had been talking to her friend on the phone uh, about 6.30 that night. She was scheduled for work the next day, but she didn't show, and she never called to say that she couldn't come. Um, she had been alone, like, spending the night alone that night. Her roommate was somewhere else. They didn't really say where. Um, but when her roommate came home... She found that Kimberly was gone. All of her belongings, including her purse and identification, were still in the apartment. All of her clothes. So obviously, that's a huge like red sign. You don't really go anywhere it's without the reddest your stuff. of the signs. It is the reddest of the signs. Um, but actually, it's not really. It, it's cold, but it's the police have like a person of interest, which is her neighbor. Um, they really believe that he had uh, killed her. Um, he had cuts and scratches on his body after her. To, a disappearance but he actually like deuced it right after and he it took the police three months to track him down to interrogate him um they did pick him up and talk to him for 12 hours but he divide, denied all involvement so they let him go like they have no evidence like hard evidence that he did it uh he was later sent to prison on an unrelated rape charge he was paroled in 1989 and then he's never like been charged in this case uh so it's cold Again, there's really not, yeah, there's, like, I mean, if they have a person of interest, that's one thing, but, uh, you know, like, information, you know, for them to get warrants and things like that. If you lived in the Sacramento area, her case is featured on the Sacramento, like, uh, investigators page. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. So you guys can see, like, more information about it. Uh, Her picture, well, obviously, we'll post her picture, too, but, like, um the um (laughs) brain freeze trying to close the door so my dogs will stop barking um (laughs) (laughs) they have like um i totally lost my place you guys it's fine um you were talking about how there's more information on the sacramento 
like yes website they have the intersection of where her apartment was um so if you lived around that area or know parent people who did oh so it's Howe avenue and fair oaks boulevard in sacramento um maybe you know something or saw something so or your family did yeah who knows could be talk to them about some murder i mean hey it's thanksgiving you're going to be with all your family yeah be weird and bring up some murder cases and maybe you can help this one speaking of while you're at your thanksgiving feast maybe you should ask if you have a like a like a family tie to a murder or a disappearance yeah. or anything like that let us know we yeah, can look into it and you could we, we we could even discuss maybe having a guest star yeah so you know if you're interested in that and you have you know a disappearance or a murder or something of that sort that's you know kind of old yeah. and that you know something about let us know hit us up hit us with it and also tell your friends and family at your thanksgiving table how much you like our podcast <laughs> <laughs> just kidding kind of powerless really, though. <laughs> oh jeez. all right um also i wanted to note this is we're moving on to the next segment of this podcast aka i list just finished this pod this other podcast called in your own backyard What's that? And it's about the disappearance of a woman named Kristen Smart from uh, Cal Poly Ooh. in the 90s. And her parents actually live in Stockton, oh, wow. which is like close to Sacramento area. Um, I thought it was – and so she was from Stockton too. Like she grew up in Stockton. Yeah. But she disappeared and they like never found her. And it's such an interesting podcast. So – I would go there's like six episodes it's done which I like oh, so good so it's I know yeah. but um I definitely recommend it oh awesome it kind of sounds um like vaguely like in the dark is that what the one was the first season yeah where they covered yeah that one girl's disappearance yes it, no didn't they cover was it the kid first yeah the kid the kid was first season and the girl was the second season yeah right? I think I don't know if I've listened to the second season I, I, I don't know. I, I also Anyways, might be goofing that up. But it was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. The kid. But they um they have, like, a person that they're really pretty sure did it, but they Yee. can't prove it. And it kind of so seems annoying. like it was bungled a little bit. Like, it's so obvious. But, you know, sometimes podcasts make things seem obvious, and they're not, True. like, clear cut, and you don't know. But anyway, it's, like, I really enjoyed listening to it. So Awesome. Um, yes. I'm trying to think. Oh, did you end up starting that, um, what's that bitch's name? The cock chopper. Oh, Lorena Bobbitt? Yes. <laughs> no, I haven't started it yet. we were talking about that, uh, starting that for a screen recap. Um, yeah. I think I watched the first episode, like, when it first came, first came out. Yeah. But I haven't, like, finished it. I might watch that and you watch the Jinx and then we'll come together and yeah. You know, I mean, we do could a screen recap. Maybe let's do both within the next month. Yeah, because I'm I mean, I've already seen yeah. the Jinx, and I remember it enough to talk about it without rewatching it. Oh, perfect. Um, so because it was so good, so good, <laughs> like so interesting. It's not good, obviously. It's sad, but like it's it's just it's so well made. compelling. It's like uh, when at the end I was just sitting there with my jaw open, you guys, and it's okay. We have to talk about it. <laughs> I really like. I'm gonna try to find a way to isolate that sound and make that your ringtone. You call me. <laughs> oh God, please don't. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, um, I'm trying to anything that I watched or did recently. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, um, 
me and Zach recently watched all of Nailed It Holiday Season 2. Uh, what is it? Nailed, so, nailed it? it. Have you watched that show on Netflix? No, I've heard. I've seen it oh though. Oh my god! So if you guys are unfamiliar, it's truly a delight. Um, it's a baking competition, but with like normal people that can't bake. Ooh, solid. I should go on there. <laughs> <laughs> like they, it's like it's based off of those like Pinterest fails, like where mm-hmm. someone like takes like something really intricate looking and then like they like really just fuck it up, and oh, it's I'm not cute. That. It's not cute. <laughs> But this is like a timed baking co- contest that they do on Netflix. That's the same thing. Okay. And the host is Nicole Byer, which I don't know if you know who she is. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast too called Why Won't You Date Me? It is so fucking funny. I also recommend that highly. Okay. Um, as a married person, it's very funny to listen to people's like dating issues. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Maybe I'll have to listen. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, and then... But they, every, the last two Christmas seasons, they have posted a holiday version. So it's like Christmas themed dessert. So they have to remake. That's great. Yeah. It's very funny. I definitely recommend that. All right. Uh, I'm trying to go to anything else that we watched lately that's new. I don't think so. I haven't so. really. Mm-mm. I haven't, like, work's been so busy and I've been so busy and I haven't really gotten to watch anything. Um, we did get Disney Plus, and we actually started The Simpsons over from, like, the first episode. That's actually been a lot of fun. Yeah. Because, like, Old Simpsons is, like, the best. I don't really like that show. Really? Yeah. Wow. We got Disney Plus, too, though. It's bomb. It is the bomb. Freaking love it. Reliving my teenage years. Oh, absolutely. And child. My childhood. Love it. Right? Um, my best friend Becky was over the other night with her two-year-old, and... Uh, we sat down to watch 101 Dalmatians, and I was like, I haven't watched oh, this since I was like, I love that. It's like I don't think I have movies. either. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so this makes me feel very nostalgic, and it's very nice. Heck yeah. Yeah, I also can't wait for the reboot of Lizzie McGuire. Me with too. All I'm so excited. Yeah, I literally I love her. Hilary Duff. Yeah, her kids cool. are so cute. Do you follow her on Instagram? Yes. Yeah, of course. It's, she's definitely worth a follow. Oh, heck yeah. Um, Anyways. Oh, I also got the new Pokemon game for the Switch. I know you don't care, but. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been occupying a lot of my free time when I'm not doing research for this podcast or listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks from my other podcast. There you go. I am so behind on research. I need to go do that now. (laughs) (laughs) Literally same. (laughs) Yeah. If we're going to get out there next weekend and we're going to like batch record, we're going to need to. For real. Like, get it together. Anyways. Yeah, I think we'll do it. Um, Have an excellent Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yeah. um, Maybe we'll do, like, a, like, on our Instagram, like, a question thing, and we'll share what people are thankful for. That might be kind of fun. Yeah. That's a cute idea. Yeah. We'll do something like that. All right. We'll do Um, it. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Next week, we'll be back with a regular episode, and maybe if we can make it happen, a screen recap of one of these movies or things that we've referenced. (laughs) We shall try. We'll do our very best. You know, it's all we can offer. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. And oh my goodness, what a cutie. You're, we just turned uh, the FaceTime around. Oh my God, your dog is so cute. And Jax is just hanging out watching me. He's yes. actually waiting for F-O-O-D, <laughs> but it's not time yet. <laughs> no, um, it is not. But and apparently my other dog can, sm- he can smell because he just like, his head just popped up 
<laughs> when I spelled that. Oh, dango. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cold case dog, our mascot. Y- yes. He's great. Yes. And my other dog's now taste chasing. Anyways, I gotta go, you guys. <laughs> Her zoo is out of control. <laughs> uh, basically. Um, All right, thanks note, for listening. Yeah, give us a like, review, subscribe, share us. If you want to win something, vote free. Yeah, for free. We'll pick a winner in, let's let's say two weeks. Yep, okay. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. All right, so All right. good. Bye. Bye.